Welcome to the Flight 815 Survivors Podcast, a podcast dedicated to everything lost. Welcome to the Flight 815 Survivors Podcast. My name is Tucker. And I'm John. And what an episode that was. Yeah, that was... That was the best. I was like, oh my gosh, all the way through that episode. We got to see new people. Yep. Bad people. Bad people. Mr. Friendly. Yes. And, um... Ooh. Ooh. Jack, you can't save everyone. We just found out. The miracles only happen once, you know. He's not a miracle worker. So, anywho, before we start the Lost Recap, this show is... We're recording it on July the 4th. Indep- Which just happens to be Independence Day. Yep, it. That's right. It's the day Will Smith kicked all those aliens' butts. Yep, Will Smith owned that. Yep, oh, stopped. Oh stopped no. the aliens from taking over the world. Oh no, it's not that. In- it's America Independence Day. Oh yes. Is it's that where they signed the Declaration of Independence? Yes. Okay, I I have some patriotic music right here. I don't know no. if this is any good. What the freak was that? That was some patriotic music right there. That was Yankee Doodle. Yankee Doodle went hey. down. America is 230 years old today. What? It's no. Not like, it's, yeah, it's the 230. But America's been there since the world has been there. Oh, yeah, but you know what I'm saying. Discovered or, or signed. Declaration. Wasn't it one of us who discovered America? Uh, I think it was... It was Christopher, Co- Christopher Columbus, if I remember. Uh, I think it was... Um, I go Wikipedia there. So um, you think of it, yep, uh, it was it was definitely Christopher Columbus. Two hundred and thirty years old, isn't that uh, old, is it? But two hundred and thirty years old, two plus three, that's four, so another. <laughs> what? Although it's five, but you know. <laughs> you just got it. Oh, don't even talk to me. Still a number. So Anywho, yeah. Yeah, compared to like our country, Wales. Oh, we're old. Wales. We're old. Yeah, so uh, happy Independence Day, America. Yep, and uh, Wimbledon has been on last week and is on this week. Oh. Tim Henneman was out last week. He didn't really... Tim s- Henneman? He's supposed to be like... Tim, th- Tim Henneman's so overrated. The Colin McRae. Oh, he's, he's the Colin McRae of Wimbledon. He's the Tony Hawk. He's the, you know, yeah. David Beckham, whatever. You but know? Andy Murray, he man- he went out, I think it was yesterday. Yeah. The Scott. The Scottish boy, the young Scottish lad. Even I think up. he's a bit big-headed. I'm not really fussed on Andy Murray. So we got no British people in the Wimbledon now? Uh, not in the men's. And no. we also got knocked out in the World Cup. The World Cup, we got knocked out last week against Portugal. <sighs> it's not going good, is it? Nope, it's not going good for us. And to add to the not going good, last week, I saw Bob Dylan. <laughs> yeah, how was that? <laughs> I saw that after we recorded the podcast, and I gotta say, out of all the shows I've seen, I've seen loads. I've seen Nickelback, REM, uh, Red Chili Peppers, Green Day, Blink, Velvet Revolver, I've seen loads. And Bob Dylan concert was the worst. <laughs> Why was it the worst? Because it was actually to do with Bob's fault mainly. I didn't enjoy it. Blame Bob? He didn't, right, first thing, you know... How like, old is Bob Dylan now? I don't know, I think he's like in his... 70s or 80s. <laughs> what? He's quite old. I know, but he came onto the uh, the stage. He didn't even say hello. Didn't say hello, Cardiff. Didn't say goodbye. That is one hell of a rude man. And I think he got his name Dylan, because Dylan isn't his real surname. I think he got that from uh, uh, Dylan Thomas, the Welsh poet. 
Oh, Welsh? Yeah, Wales? so I thought you would have said, hello, Wales, good to be back, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, I nicked a name from one of your guys. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I was disappointed, I didn't say goodbye, the songs didn't sound anything like them, so I couldn't sing along. And you know I got a beautiful singing voice. Yes, you mm. do. Yeah, so uh, not, not a very good week, really. So what else has been going on this week? Uh, Big Brother, that divide in the house, there's a little other house thing. <laughs> This is a lost podcast, John. We don't talk about Big Brother here. Uh, Big Brother in Australia, that's all happening. But uh, before we start... We don't really talk about that. Before we start, what day is it next Tuesday? It's my birthday, and I have my theory test for my driving test. 8.30 in the morning. It's also Blore's birthday, and that's the start of the birthday extravaganza week. Because my <laughs> birthday is five days after on the Sunday. Sunday. Matt from the forum, his birthday is the 17th, the day after yeah, so it's going to be a big, great, big, huge birthday week. Are you going on holidays anyway? Like, no. You know, summer holidays or school? Nope. Okay. I want to. Oh no, I want to go to America. I've started my America Stephen Fund, as you see. Uh, I'm going to Menorca on the 28th yeah. of August. Oh yes, amazing. We'll announce it now. Yeah, Johnny's going to be going on holiday at the end of August. So, for the podcast, we'll we either record. We'll either, yeah, we'll either pre-record it, or Tucker is going to get a, a special guy in here to take I'll my get a, place. I'll get a replacement. A replacement. Yeah, not a special guest, a replacement. See, Tucker didn't want to come on holidays with me, because he's afraid to fly in. No! Yeah. Oh! Oh, I, I, that, who? Fine. I, I'm scared of aeroplanes. It's I'm okay. <laughs> right then, John, do you want to start this show with the Lost Recap? Uh, I think that's a good idea. I think that's a mighty fine idea. Let me just get my show notes. Right. Insert funky music here. We're gonna recap last night's episode. We're gonna recap last night's episode. Yeah. So, last night's episode, we started off, is, was it episode 11, The Hunting Party, mm-hmm. written by Elizabeth uh, Samoff and Christina M. Kim? It was a Jack flashback, and I'm, actually, I enjoyed the episode, because it was a Jack flashback. Yep. I think that's why. Mm. Jack. Jack's awesome. No. There he is. Locke. Locke is... Locke is the man. I know, but Jack is, is just the main man. He's a man with a plan, as we find out today. He has a plan to get Michael back. But yep. it doesn't go as well as he thought. And he also cannot perform miracles, we find no. out. So we start off the episode with a flashback, Jack flashback. Yes. Um, we start off, Jack flashback, and uh, it's Jack and his father. They're uh, talking to each other, and there's some. There's an Italian guy. Yeah, but they're examining x-rays of a spine, to be exact. Well, of course they are, because Jack is a spinal surgeon. Oh, oh you think okay, they'd be okay. examining legs. Stupid. Well, you didn't even say they were examining x-ray. They oh. just said there's two people. I'm sorry. Uh, no, yeah, well, they're talking to each other. They're like, oh, no, right, um, I don't know. Um, yeah, what do you think? I don't know. And, yeah, they're like that. And there's a guy behind them with his daughter. They're from Italy. And they are Italian, because they're from Italy, ho! Oh. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> what are you on about? I'm sorry. Anywho, yes, and uh, the guy has a tumour, and Christian, Jack's father, is like, we can't do anything. You cannot work on that. Yep. And the daughter's like, can you try? And you know the old saying, you don't know until you try. You know what I'm saying? So they don't know if he's going to live or die from that tumour, unless they try. Yep. Yeah, so, uh, but... Uh, her daughter, Miss 
Bison. 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 So Jack's father's like, no, we cannot do it. And she's like, I did not come here for you. I came here for him. And she's looking at Jack. And the reason, obviously, is because she's probably heard that Jack is a miracle maker. Yep, because he fixed his wife. Yeah. And Jack then later decides that he will do the operation. And his father, he uh, gives him like a look like, what the freak? You know, why? Yep. You're not going to save him. But his father doesn't have faith. Back at the hatch, Jack wakes up. He's uh, had a nice dream there. A little nap. Yeah, but he calls out, Locke! Was he dreaming about Locke? Does he? he? Does he? Oh, yeah, he's in the hatch and he goes, Locke! Oh, right, I thought you he's said not really he was dreaming about Locke. He's awake. <laughs> I thought you said he shouted that out in his uh, <laughs> dream. Locke! Yeah, he's like looking for Locke and he sees him like him on the floor in the armory. Yep. And he's like, Locke! And uh, Michael comes behind him and he's got a gun. Yeah, Michael's crazy now. Yeah, he's turned all Rambo. <laughs> yeah, Rambo and a half, and he's like, "Stay in there, it. Jack." I'm going after my son. It is a father's right. It is a father's right, my son. I'm going after my son. My, not your son, my son. <laughs> and Jack's like, "So you gonna shoot me, Michael?" And he says, "Nope, I shoot your computer." <laughs> and then he's like, "Kind of, like, you don't know what that computer is. It's not what you think yeah. it is." Blah blah blah. So. He just like kind of locks them up and he goes, he locks them in the armory. Yep, and uh, then we go to a break. No, uh, yeah, we go to the last thing. That's my intro. And we're back. Lost, lost, Locke wakes up, uh, scratches his bald head, <laughs> and uh, he says, Jack says, give me a boost up, because they're going to try and crawl through the fence. But Locke says, Blocked the vent he, up. He blocked it because he didn't want people getting in or out. Yeah. Or out it, was no, it was no point in having a combination of people getting through the vents. Mm. Yeah. But why? What does he think the others are gonna? His friends are gonna do with like just steal a gun and go commando? Well, well, Michael did. <laughs> Michael has. But you know, why did he? He's like as if he wants to control it. A bit like Jack. He he finds he wants to control people. Right, Johnny. We are back at the beach. And Sawyer, he's lying down. He's soaking in the rays of the sun. <laughs> no, he was sleeping. Same diff. <laughs> I, I said he was lying down. I didn't say he was awake. Ah, <laughs> oh, I just owned you. And uh, Kate wakes him up. Throws a banana. There's nicer ways of waking a man up. <laughs> They're freckles. Then Sawyer and Kate. Uh, and then Kate tells Sawyer, I need to go change a bandage. She's like mothering him now. So, so yeah, but Sawyer's like, why can't you do that for me? Because... You know, so I, uh, he's got a thing with Kate. Yep, it's him, Kate, and Jack. <laughs> then the uh, triangle. They go back to the hatch, Sawyer and Kate, because needs to change Sawyer's uh, bandages. And uh, the computer's beeping. Yep. Beep, beep. And then Kate says, "I'll get that." And uh, then we hear Locke and Jack banging on the door, and um, Locke says the combination. I couldn't catch the combination he said, but I think he said, "Right two times." 20 to 25 or something like that. Uh, yeah, Two times I don't 25. know what he said. Um, and then when Kate is at the, uh, the computer, the timer is on 3 minutes 48. 3 plus 4 is 7. 7 plus 8 is 15. Is 15 not a number, John? It is a number. Jack then tells them that they're going after Michael. So, Jack, you know, what, what's Jack? Why does he have to decide that? And why is Jack going after 
Michael. I love the little leader thing going on here with like mm. like Jack and Locke. Like it's sort of a. Yeah. There's no clear one leader. It's sort yeah. of them two always competing mm. against each other. Jack, it's not big. It's not clever. I think they should get their own little government sorted on their island. Um, I like Jack for president. Lock for president. <laughs> do no do with do it. Do I'm the lock do man. You're the jack man. Did you say president because you're relating to America because it's Independence Day? Do 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 do. Right. Anywho, um, get back to reality. We're in a flashback again, and um, what's this? We see Angelo unconscious on a bed, and Jack is looking at Angelo. some monitors. He's looking at some monitors, is he? Gabriella asks how that is. And uh, she tells Jack she doesn't believe in miracles. Nope. And Jack's like, I'm not too cool on them either. Yeah, because Jack, he's a man of science, as we know. And uh, and Locke's the man of faith. And season two, episode one. Yes. See what they did there? Well, Gabriella tells jo- uh, tells Jack that uh, his wife, does his wife let him uh, work till 4.30 in the morning? 4 4.30? 4 is a number? Ooh. Uh, so Jack, he goes home. Mm-hmm. So as he goes home, we're now at Jack's house to get into bed. And as he's uh, going into bed, did you notice that he doesn't have a tattoo? No, really? I didn't notice that. He's got a, he has you know he has a tattoo on his arm doesn't he and he doesn't have it so have you found any reason why he didn't have that tattoo on the no. nope I haven't had a look but I think there's no actual explanation why he has a tattoo but some theories are that it, you know after his wife left him he went all crazy you know got a tattoo off the rails yeah so yep interesting yeah, theory just nice. like to point that out nice to be observant there and. His wife goes out to the bathroom or something like that. And then she comes back in. And she tells Jack she had a pregnancy test. Because she was late. She's like, what? Yeah, wow. But it was negative. Yep. Then Jack goes to sleep. (laughs) And he probably dreams about Locke again. (laughs) Yeah. Locke! And we're back at the island. And what's back at the island? What happened in Johnny? Um, Hunting party again, ready? Yeah. And Jack, look, he's been the leader again. He tells Kate, you are not coming. Uh, yeah, I think that was pretty mean of Jack. That was, no, that wasn't so even. Why was he saying that? Was he trying to protect her because he didn't like, want her to get hurt? He told all. her, yeah, but he told her, you have to stay because you have to press the button. Yeah, that's like a woman's job, like being a housewife, innit? You, know, you can't go out to work, you got to be a housewife. You know? Is your microphone just dropping the floor there? I know, I'm sorry. He's, uh, <laughs> he's being a bit sexist there. Yep. I don't know Get back to the hatch. Work the button, girl. Yeah. But there's like 30 odd other survivors. Why couldn't he ask any of them to push a button? Exactly. And he tells her he needs to push a button. He should stay because he's a doctor. What if somebody killed him? Then there'd be no doctor. No one could help fix each other. I think that's a pretty bad thing. Because really he's being a bit selfish in that respect. That he's like, he's the only doctor on the island. And he's putting his life at risk all the time. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't think... I think he needs a slap upside the head. Yep. Maybe Locke can sort that out. Right. So, uh, as he tells her... You're not coming. No, that's a Sawyer impression. <laughs> You're not coming, Kate. Excuse me? <laughs> and then Sawyer's, uh... Sawyer's like, you know... Well, what did she ever do to you? Make you shout at her. And uh, Jack's like, yeah, yeah, you love her. Yeah. What? 
Uh, so why Jack, you, why Jack did knows Jack? What, yeah. He knows what's going on. Jack should never really bought that. Uh, yeah, you love her thing up because. Mm. Yeah. It's and make things awkward. Yeah. <laughs> and Locke's like, do you remember this place? And uh, classic Sire, he says, oh yeah, that's my favourite leaf. Bit of sarcasm there if I've ever mm. seen it before. Sarcas- sarcasm is anger. The thing is, it's pretty stupid. I mean, Sire was dragged back unconscious on a stretcher, wasn't he? By uh, yeah. the tailies, so. You would have known. Oh yeah, he's going to remember this, isn't he? I mean, yeah. stupid. All the island looks the same, though. Yeah, it does. So, uh, kudos to Locke for leading them. Yep. I holler. Yes, and this whole thing, why Locke says, do you remember this place wherever? Because uh, he says that Michael is heading somewhere else, in a different direction. Not to the direction they came from, from the other side of the island. Well, east, he was, uh, so opposite of east is never eat shredded. He's heading west, I think. He's heading north, not west, east. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Anywho, Michael is heading somewhere else, Jack says. I think he's heading north. And east is where they came from, from the other side of the island. So, is he going... Did that computer, whoever was on the computer, the Walt impersonator, was, uh, did he give him directions? How do you know that's a Walt impersonator? Could have been Walt. I'm telling you. You don't know. It's not Walt. Okay. That's my theory and I will stick to it. Well... Oh, yeah. you think the others would say, oh, oh, here you go, Walt, I'll, I'll leave you in this room with a computer. <laughs> yeah. You have a chat to your dad. Yeah, go on, go on this uh, 1970s instant messenger. Yep, and then we're back at the beach and we see classic Hurley. Oh, like a hat, dude. <laughs> dude, I'm going to go dude and dude on you, dude. Uh, yes, and he tells son that Michael, you know, gone all uh, commando, all Rambo, and Jin's like, I'm going, I'm going. Yeah, like Michael's my friend, sort of thing. The son is like, do you know uh, how worried it was when you went and blah 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 blah. Yep, and then Jin just puts down his mm. pack and okay, son, I'll stay. Mm. Back at the jungle, Johnny. Yeah. Where the hunting party are going, and Jack says, do you think he is lost? Do you think he's lost? The so name yeah. of the show. Yeah. Oh. Ooh, did you check That's that? That's a good one. And then Locke says, and then Jack um. He's like saying, you know, we need to bring him back. There's one thing what I liked about this scene is like Locke uses this uh, little scene, a little comparison there. The trails as straight as the interstate. <laughs> I just thought that was awesome. <laughs> what is an interstate? Isn't that? <laughs> I think it's like a motorway, isn't it? But in America they call it the interstate. Oh, yeah. We need to catch up on our American lingo. Yeah. Oh, this sounds good though. Locke, the trails as straight as the interstate. Little poem, uh, little rhyme in there. Yep. He's a poet. Didn't know it. <laughs> Flashback. Gabriella and Jack are having a little combo, and then uh, Jack's dad walks in. Oh, I didn't interrupt or anything. <laughs> and then, as Gabriella walks out, um, did you notice Christian said, "There's a line." Hmm? Said something about there's a line. Is a line? And huh? in the, later on in this episode, we, you know, with the Zeke thing, the uh, Mr. Friendly and the... Oh, yeah, yeah. We, Zeke says, you know, there's a line. So we've had two references in this episode to yeah. a line. But they both say the same line. And I've got another thing where Christian says something that Zeke says. So and I'm getting onto something here, so I will, uh, I'll explain that later. I just wanted to point that out for a second. Back at the jungle... Locke asks why Sawyer picked his name. 
So he's like, what? <laughs> so he says, your name, James. Your real name's James. Uh, saw her on the manifest. Where do you get it from? Who? Oh, who do you get it from, or whatever? Yep. So he says, who's to say I got it from anyone? And then we cut short, because we hear a gunshot, gunfire. Seven shots were fired. That's not a number. Yeah, well, still. Anywho, seven shots were fired, and Jack, Jack, oh, he is disappointing me in this episode. He just runs. He goes, Michael, and he runs towards the shoot. Yeah, whatever, whatever happened to like the covert mm. operation? Yeah, you. We've already seen Shannon get shot. What I know. He mm. ran out, and Michael just looked and shot him like the uh, way in Anna a panic. Did. Yeah. Jack is out of his mind. What is he playing at? I don't know. So now we see that this is like a scene, uh, thing that we see a lot in uh, in Lost, where they're running through the jungle and the camera's like following them running, and they go to where the gunshot was heard, and there was three shells on the floor. Yep, and first of all, Locke sort of sees this uh, little gash where like a bullet skimmed the side of a tree. Mm-hmm. And then they find three bullets on the floor, as you've just said. And Jack tells, and then Jack tells Sawyer. Are you here for Michael, or are you here to get revenge because he got shot? Yeah, he does. Uh, we know that. Sawyer deep inside, he's not a nice person. No, and it's like, then they just go out, we're all here for our own reasons. Mm-hmm. What's, what's Locke's reason? Mm. I think Locke is just keeping the peace, keeping Jack happy. He's got faith. He's yeah. Flash. No, but Locke was always sort of against that, because... He, he kept on saying, okay, well, Michael is not going to listen to any reason or anything like that, so they're uh, not really going to bring him back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know what's next? What's next? Flashback! Jack is in Scrubs. Not the TV show Scrubs. He's in Scrubs. Scrubs. So the clothing. The sc- <laughs> he's banging on the locker. And he's really angry. Uh, so we assume now that that man died. What was his name again? The guy who died. And... Um, the Italian guy. The Italian guy. That guy's name was um, Angelo. Right. Yeah. We assume he's dead. Um, his father's reassuring uh, Jack, saying, "Oh, he was an old man." Yeah, he was working on him on the table for seven yeah. and a half hours in the operating theatre. Just wasn't gonna work. No. It was. Yeah, they say he's working on there for seven and a half hours, and then um, Jack says he's got to tell her, and Kristen says, "I've already done that." Jack wants to still speak to her anyway, and. Christian says, she's gone, Jack. Go home. Right? Yep. He tells her that. And also, Zeke, the guy who, uh, you know... That's that's what Sawyer refers to that, yeah. uh, the guy in the yeah. jungle. When you see Zeke, it's that uh, dirty guy who was like, you know the other one about curiosity? That yeah, guy. Yeah, the guy who shot uh, Sawyer. Yeah. When anyway, one. he says to them, at the end when he says uh, to uh, Jack, you know, give us your guns or whatever and go home, you know, he says, and go home, which is a bit, you know. Yep, again. I know it's like a far-fetched, but it's still, they're, they're using the same thing. Okay, right, here's my theory for this. I think Christian Jack's dad, because we know he's died, because we see Jack oh, yeah. bring him back from Australia. Well, we think he died. I think he's been reincarnated, or and he's come back as Zeke. <laughs> a bit <laughs> stupid, right? <laughs> or... He's not really dead. Dharma has just really killed him off as sort of a cover-up. And he's now working for Dharma. And he's dressed up as that Zeke guy. You never know. Right. We're using the same right. phrases. Hang on. I have to disagree with you there. 
I wouldn't hold your breath on that be on that being in in the final explanation of Lost. Why not? Huh? Because they're no Mrs. Doubtfire, John. Ze- they're not going to dress. Zeke could be Jack's dad. It's a possibility. I I'm, I think we should just agree to disagree here. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> I think it's just maybe, yeah, Jack's father may have something to do with them friendly people who we just saw. You know? <laughs> I think you have something to do with the others. It could be his evil twin brother, Zeke. We should write these theories down. Your crazy theories, John. Okay, should we move on? Anywho, after that little thing, yeah, when he says, go home, Jack, Jack is walking out to his car, and Gabriella, she comes out of her car, because she's yep. probably been waiting for him then, in the car park, or she just crying. <laughs> Anywho, she goes up to Jack, and she, even though she just lost her father, she says to him, thank you. Thank yep. you for trying. And she then is, like, crying, and Jack hugs her, and she kisses Jack. Jack sort of accepts the kiss, but then he does sort yeah, of pull away. Like, I, I, I can't. And then, uh, end of flashback. Back at the island. <laughs> now, it's, da- it's night time on the island. And they're lighting up their torches. You know, the guys, Zeke, uh, the hunting party guys. Not Zeke. And Locke, he's lost Michael's trail. And Jack, I think, yeah, Jack was going on at him, saying, you know, oh, Sawyer, you've lost his trail. It's the night time. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Locke is only human. And he says, we're tracking a man, not a boar. Yep. Locke just is, you know, he's like, all right, let's go back. So, Jack ain't happy with that. Jack's yeah. like, we got to find him. But Locke's, you know, he's saying, you know, we should go back. And then Zeke, we hear a voice, it's Zeke's voice, and he goes, you're exactly right, Jack. <laughs> but if I were you, I'd listen to Mr. Locke. And then it's a break. Yep. So that got me on the edge of my seat. I had to get a, a big slice of coffee cake and a cup of tea ready. Because I knew what. That's I went fun. to make myself some mint ice cream. Ooh. Do you have any syrup on it? Syrup? Chocolate syrup. Oh, chocolate sauce. Chocolate sauce. Yeah. No, yeah. I didn't. I just had plain ice cream in a bowl. Then it ain't ice cream then, is it? Yeah, it is. And a proper bowl of ice cream has to have chocolate sauce on it, though. Back at the hundred bite, guys. And... Locke, Jack, and Sire, they all have their guns aimed at Mr. Friendly. Well, I'll call him Mr. Friendly because on their, uh, on this transcript we got, it's he's credited as Mr. Friendly. Mr. Friendly, Zeke, same yes. thing. So Jack asks the obvious question, who are you? And then, But Sire goes, he's the son of a that shot me on the raft. And Mr. Friendly says, why don't you point that gun down? It, yeah, doesn't Sire try and take a pop at him then? And they sort of ricochet. Oh, yeah. It ricochets and I think it goes back at Sawyer, or either that or one of uh, Zeke's guys shot Sawyer. Yeah, it happened so fast. I, I think it was a ricochet from somewhere. Yeah, yeah that, that was like uh, weird. Yeah, I thought Sawyer did shoot, but nope. Yeah, it grazes uh, the shot, the bullet grazes Sawyer's ear or neck, but he's not hurt, but his hand comes away with some blood on it. Yeah. And well, but Jack and Locke are looking around to see who shot him. Then. Jack asks, where's Michael? And Mr. Friendly says, Don't worry about Michael. He's not going to find us. <laughs> so, how does he know they're not going to find him? That's where the theory comes in, John. Yep. What if it was Mr. Friendly on that computer trying to be Walt, and he's giving him directions, obviously, to a different place, part of the island. Yeah, what does uh, Zeke, Mr. Friendly, think, say, like, why Michael's not going to find us? Do they? How do they know who Michael is? 
Yeah, and how does he know that they're following him? They must have like seen him, maybe led him off the mm. trail of them, or because they did see Michael obviously on the on the raft, but they didn't know his name was Michael. Yep. Mm, so, Yellows know more than we think. Yeah, they got spies. And then Jack asks another question: What do you want? <laughs> Mister Friendly says, "Why don't you build us a fire, John?" I think this time we had a talk. Yeah, sort okay. of sit around a nice little campfire and have a nice little talk. Hey, he asked John though. Why does he ask Locke? Mm. Huh? He asked Locke. See, and how does he know Locke's first name? Because they all call him Locke, not John. So yeah. I know. Well, Jack. Jack always calls him John most of the time. Uh, fine. You just spoiled my theme. But the rest of the island talk calls him Locke by a nickname or out of respect, call him by his surname. Yep. We go, now we go. We go from that scene, that really awesome scene, to the hatch. And Hurley and Charlie are there playing some music, and Charlie's holding up. No. Charlie and Hurley are looking through albums, and uh, they find one by Geronimo Jackson. Yep. Which uh, uh, they were all records, vinyls. Yeah. And then yeah, they make this big thing about Geronimo Jackson. They're like Geronimo Jackson, have you ever heard of them, Charlie? And they even ask uh, Said when he walks in, have you heard of Geronimo Jackson? Yeah. So, uh, what is Geronimo Jackson? Do you know? Um, well, Ger- Geronimo Jackson is a band, but would assume that it's a fictitious band. Made up by Lost, then. Yes, because no one's no one's ever heard of it. But on the May the fifteenth, two thousand and six podcast, official Lost podcast, the producers of Lost actually said that um, Geronimo Jackson is a real band from the seventies. All right. So. Mm. So they're not really a f- they are a real band then they're not really f- fictitious if they're a real band. Yes, and um, there's some theories uh, about the band. Yeah, there's some theories on the band, right? Here's an interesting theory: the band is made up of members of a main of the main cast. Locke is in a wig, Claire is on the left, and Sawyer's in the front. What? Yeah, you know on the album cover. I I never noticed that. Yeah, well that's a theory. I didn't really get a. G- Good shot there. Maybe you should uh, see if you can get that picture up on our site. Try, yeah. Well, the producers say that there was a band called Geronimo Jackson. Some people uh, don't uh, know. Some people still seem think that there's no Geronimo Jackson band, but there is a band known as Geronimo Black. And the band Geronimo Black had a song titled Other Man. And you know Other Man? That is an anagram for Ethan Rom. What? And uh, that was that guy's name, Ethan uh, Rom. Yeah, Ethan is the one who uh, tried to kill Charlie and take and took Claire away. Oh, uh, that's very interesting. Yes, that is just. Oof. These writers are lost to clever. They 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 do their work. Anywho, let's go back to Lost. Right, we go back to Zeke, the little Zeke, Mister Friendly uh, confrontation, and Jack. Jack asks another question. No, Locke asks a question. How do you know all our names? But Mr. Friendly doesn't answer, he just smiles. And Jack says, you took Walt. Walt's fine. He's a very special boy. Now that was interesting. What? Yeah, but yeah, we see that he killed that bird, remember? And like bad well. things would happen when he's around. Mm. So uh, does he have powers? And we know that the Dharma Initiative, studying uh, stuff like that, you know, spe- special ability things like that. Yep. So maybe that's why they took him. Maybe Walt is actually special. We never know. Well... We may know. You never know. You know what I'm saying? Now, Mr. Friendly, he gives a speech. 
You must have, I think he's been preparing this speech. He says, Let me ask you something. How long have you been here on the island? And Jack says, 50 days. Mr. Friendly then does this big huge speak speech. He tells it. He says, "Tell me, do you go over to a man's house for the first time? Take off his shoes? Do do you put your feet up on his coffee table? Do you walk in the kitchen, eat food that doesn't belong to you?" And this one was cool because he, he looks a lock and he says, "Open the door to rooms you're not supposed. To, you're not yeah. no business opening." Obviously, I think he's probably referring to the hatch when he's yes. saying that. Yes. But still, how do they know? And even more awesome is this he says you know someone a whole lot smarter than anybody here once said since the dawn of our species man's been blessed with curiosity isn't that the same was on the Hanzo foundation that's advert Alvo the Hanzo. lost experience yep. that's, well no that's Alvo Hanzo's quote I think yeah right I think what I want to know is you know he said that thing like you put your feet up on the coffee table yeah okay, Ethan the spy who they sent was actually killed before they opened the hatch, yeah? Yes. So, is there another spy there who knows about the hatch and is oh, seeing yeah. the going on? How does he know? Yeah. So he can't really be referring to something else mm. unless he's just referring to it, the island as his and how it's they make himself comfortable. Well, they didn't seem to look like they owned the island. Uh, I don't think they looked like they were rich enough to own the island <laughs> because they were all dirty. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. yeah, well, as he's saying that, since the dawn of, of time, since the dawn of species, man has been blessed with curiosity. Uh, Zeke then says, You know the other one about curiosity, don't you, Jack? Yep. Now, this is a theory. This is my little theory. You know what? We, we're assuming that you know the other one about curiosity, which is obviously curiosity killed a cat. Yep. But he di- it's like as if he directs it at Jack. He says, You know the other one about curiosity, don't oh, yeah, you, Jack? Yeah, he definitely directs it at Jack because he mm. says, Don't you, Jack? So, what's he meaning by that then? Yeah, is there something Jack done? Curiosity? Maybe he was curious, got a tattoo, went all crazy. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, yes, that was cool. And then he says, "This is not your island. This is our island, and the only reason you're living on it is because we let you live on it." And Jack, he's smiling smugly. I don't believe you. <laughs> yeah. I've, and then, was it Locke then? He says, oh, I think it's only one of you guys here oh. with one gun. No, Jack gun. says that, yeah. I think you've got one guy up there with a gun. I think there's more of us here than there are you. And Mr. Friendly says, that's an interesting theory, Jack. And then he says, light them up. And yeah. He, and then, torches in a big, huge circle just light yeah. up simultaneously. Is surrounded? Is it awesome? You must need a lot of matches to light that up. Yeah, and together so time right, that was cool. Yep. Then friendly is like he's take he's taking charge again. We've got a misunderstanding, Jack. Your people, my people. So listen carefully. Right here, there's a line. See, he says the line. Yep. Thing. Uh, Christian, Jack's dad, yep. exactly the same. There's a line. You cross that line, we go from misunderstanding to something else. Yep. And then he says, now give me your weapons. Turn around. Go home. Mm, see, go home. That's what Christian said. I'm just uh, just just stating that. Strack says no. And Strack is stubborn. You know, they got they they're outnumbered. What if they were all to come into him, put their torches on him and burn him alive? Strack <laughs> is stupid. But then Mr. Friendly says, I hope it wouldn't have come to this and he says, Bring it out, Alex. And who's Alex? We all know who Alex is. We the only Alex we know is Rousseau's daughter. That's the French chick. Who is uh, seemed to be about sixteen years old now. 
Yeah, however long Russo's been on the island, because she's pregnant. Yep. And the Alex chucks her out, chucks uh, someone with a bag over their head. And who is that person with the bag over their head, Johnny? Kate. Kate. So Kate has obviously followed them, and she's been captured by the others. But a theory I have here is the shot Michael was shooting uh, shots, yeah? Yeah. Was he shooting at Kate? Like, Kate startled him, and then oh, yeah. it raised the others, and then they got Kate. And that's how they got it. But another thing is, how did Kate make it up so fast? You know, because she was behind them. Yeah. She's she must have been. So yeah, the others were probably following them then, and then went mm. around in front of them, sort yeah. of thing. Ah, yeah. And how? Which way uh, did she go? Because she couldn't have been following them that close. If the she would have obviously screamed when the others took her. Yeah. So. Oh, she must have. Yeah, that's a weird thing. So, but and as she, uh, Mr. Friendly as has Kate, Jack looks angry. Sawyer makes a move towards him. He, he's gonna kick his butt. M- Mr. Friendly draws a gun and puts it to Kate's neck. Right. Uh, but this gun is like I think I read on uh, some boards that it's an old gun. Old? How old? Yeah, I don't know. It's like a old. Uh, I'll have to look into that. Can't remember. But yeah, it's an old gun. Which suggests, you know, that... The others have been there a long time. Yep. So then Jack has to... All the, you know, Jack and Locke and Sawyer, they got to agree with... Uh, they got to do what Mr. Rennie says so they can go and have Kate back. But as Sawyer goes to drop his gun, he says to Mr. Friendly, you and me ain't done, Zeke. Yep. So that's where the name Zeke came from because Sawyer called him Zeke. Like Sawyer calls everybody like not by their real name. Like Kate is Freckles, and what does he refer her as? Um, Jabber. <laughs> yeah, Jabber. Which is uh, that's a guy of Star Wars, if I recall. And now he's uh, named Zeke. Well, the Mr. Friendly guy, Zeke. Zeke is actually uh, he is a character from the Wizard of Oz. He's a a farmhand in the Kansas Prairie. This is coming from Wikipedia.org. Yeah, so uh, that's. That's what Zeke is a character in The Wizard of Oz. That's all I know so far. So, uh, does Sawyer have something to tell us? Does he secretly like The Wizard of Oz film? Well, he's been reading a lot of books lately. Oh, yes. Right. Yes. Mr. Friendly John. He, uh, grabs the guns and lets Kate go. And the torches just go out simultaneously. Yep. How'd they put them out so fast? <laughs> exactly. Maybe the electric. Oh, what? Just like flick the switch. It's the night time. It's the night time. They turn the torches off. They don't know where they're going. Maybe they eat plenty of carrots and they can see in the dark. That is an interesting theory, John. Yep. So, commercial breaks, John. Do you see any commercials you liked? <laughs> nope. Not this time. Tell you what, commercial I didn't see. Superman Returns. But I should have seen it. Because it's only going to be awesome. Would you stop about Superman Returns? Superman's awesome. Nope. Right. Next, we come back and Jinnison are on the beach. And Jinnison are just having a little conversation. And Sun says, "Uh, Being told what to do was my life for four years. See the number again, John? Four years. Yeah, I just wanted to point that out. There's another number in this episode. She has two years, not four. You're confusing years with years. <laughs> you confuse gin with gin. You need to get your act together, bud. Flashback. Jack is in his home with Sarah. Sarah's doing the dishes. And Jack says, 
No. Uh, she says, how did it go? And he says he died. And um, Gabriella kissed him. Yeah, Drac tells his wife that she killed... Ki- she kissed him. <laughs> Why? What are you, Do you want a slap in the head, Jack? But honesty, I've heard, is the best way in a relationship. Oh, so you're like Shaft now? Are you some kind of love doctor here, John? <laughs> yeah. Right, so if you want uh, any relationship advice, email Johnny at flightit15podcast at gmail.com. He'll help you out. Yep, if you have any marital issues, I'll gladly <laughs> like, help you out. Uh, anywho, back to this, John. Yes, so as Jack tells her, I've kissed someone, she kissed him, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Sarah is crying, and she tells him, I was already leaving you. Yep. That's why your mother was there. Right. She was helping her pack. Yeah, but she was leaving him because she has met another man. She's been seeing someone else. And I reckon this guy is Jin. (laughs) We all know Jin lives locally around there. Well, not really. I thought he lived in in Korea. Well. Yeah, yeah, pretty local. And uh, that was like, yeah. Jin. She's seen Jin. Right. You hear the year. Johnny, his theory is she is seen. 15 exclusive. That Jack's wife, what was her name? Sarah. Sarah is seeing Jin. That's why she left him. Okay, yeah. So uh, Jin was actually. Uh, when we find out, right, that she was seeing Jin, you got to give me £10. £10? I'll, I'll buy you a coffee cake. No. £10. Okay. Or, or £10 of them. I agree to disagree. Now, we're back on the island, and Jack goes up to Anna Lucia. And he's saying, um, I see you found a new friend because the dog is uh, is playing with Anna. Anna is a dog. Oh! <laughs> that, that was harsh, John. Anyway. You, you said that. <laughs> and then Anna says, he ra- uh, Anna's like, uh, no, and then Jack says, is it true that you killed one of them? She says, yeah, she also killed one of ours. Oh! <laughs> she killed ours. <laughs> Uh, Shannon. Shannon. So uh, I didn't yeah. want Shannon to die. I like Shannon. And then Jack says, Side tells me you're a cop. And she says, I was a cop. And Jack says, Can I ask you something? Anna says, Shoot. Close in line. Jack, this is the cliffhanger. How long do you think it would take to train an army? Boosh! I, uh, I was Lost. like, At that moment, I was like, That's all for me. OMG. Oh my god. And uh, have you realised this? They're gonna build an army and go up to try and beat the others. I think this is one of our longest ever recaps. Oh, look, <laughs> there's always a first. So that was the episode, the hunting party. Give your review on that, John. What did you think? Nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. That is, I I agree. Well, I would give it like eight. Eight out of ten. I give that nine out of ten. That was just because we get to that's see the best episode I've ever seen. Ever seen so far? We see the others again. Yeah, that's that's the best episode by far. We know that they're not alone now. Definitely yep. not alone. And we know that Alex, uh, the Russo's daughter, is probably with. That is probably here with the others. This has opened up so many more theories, some questions. Who is Jack's uh, uh, wife seeing? Um, Jin. No. Jin. Uh, you know, well, who are the people? What? Why are they there? Uh, why do they say the quote of Alva Hanzo? Because that's the leader, is the part of the Dharma Foundation. How do you know? He didn't confirm it. Well, no, but part of the experience. Yeah, but some theories are that Dharma is overthrown or something. 
Okay. Yeah, we just don't know. Anywho. So yeah, overall that was a good episode. I enjoyed. I what is enjoyed Zeke? Is Zeke Alva ha uh, Hanso? No. Well, yeah, because could be. Maybe he's just aged a bit and put on a few no, weight, perhaps, few pounds. Like they do with sometimes they do with presidents uh, and famous people like that. They have like uh, replicas, doubles, doubles. Yeah. yeah, like in the Superman. Uh, I know you don't. In the Superman two movie, they had. Uh, <laughs> When, no, when they came to the presidents, the guy Come on now. the guy kneels before him and says, "A real president wouldn't have done that." So the uh, the real president comes out there because he had a uh, a doubler, like on a doubler, yeah, like, <laughs> doubler. Pokemon no. cards, I got a doubler. Like on swap. Um, yeah, no, but they had like you know. Yeah. I know what you're saying. Yes. They have lookalikes. Perhaps. Sort of, yeah. Uh, no, yeah, but perhaps the photos we've seen of of Alvar Hanzo isn't really Alvar Hanzo, and yeah, that's a good theory. Yep, because I made it. Right, there's nothing else to do other than go on to your... No. What's next week on Lost? Next oh, on Lost? yes. We better do next on Lost first. Okay, then. Okay. On next week's episode of Lost, it is... Oh, yeah, if you don't want to hear what's on next week's episode of Lost, then just skip ahead a few seconds, matey. Right, next week's episode is called Fire Plus Water. Not Fire and Water. Fire Plus plus water because it's got the uh, it's the same thing fire and water no, come no, on no it's fire plus water oh, that's episode 12 how about you read the description now Tucker fire this comes plus water courtesy, this comes courtesy of tv.com when Charlie's vividly surreal dreams lead him to believe Claire's baby Aaron is in danger Locke suspects Charlie may be using again meanwhile Sawyer encourages Hurley to act on his attraction to Libby yeah, I've seen the uh, trailer of this. Uh, it's on our website, and I think it does look pretty good. Because yeah. I think Charlie hasn't been in it for a while, and yeah. Yeah, we need to learn more about him. Because he's a weird. It looks character. pretty crazy. We see that I think in the trailer. Okay, you may not want to hear this, but we see the baby cradle floating on the water, mm -hmm. like, and obviously, what's the baby's name? Aaron. Aaron. Aaron is in there crying, and you know Charlie. It does no. look does look an interesting Surreal. episode. Yeah. What is he using again? We don't know. Yep. Because you have got that stash of uh, heroin now. Oh, yes. Yes, so Claire could disown him for life. Yep. Right then. That is Lost Next. Not well, that is Next on Lost. Do you want to do your... Oh, my gosh. I can't believe that happened moment. I think it's time for that. Okay. The music. It's Johnny's I cannot believe that happened moment It's Johnny's I cannot believe that happened moment It could be good, it could be bad It's Johnny's I cannot believe that happened moment Okay, my oh my gosh, I cannot believe that happened moment for this week's episode Here's the part where they're in the uh, jungle and they just met uh, Mr. Friendly, a.k.a. Zeke And um, they were like talking, Mr. Friendly's like he talks about the part where he's like, you do go into someone's house and mm -hmm. uh, pee up on their coffee table. Yeah. And um, then the only reason we're living on it is because we they live on it. And Jack, I don't believe you. And then yeah. he's like, I don't believe what. And then uh, Zeke says, uh, light them up. Oh, and, yes. Uh, we see all the torches lighting up and they're surrounded by the others. And I was like, oh my gosh. When So when they all lit up, you were like, oh my gosh. Yeah, but then it topped it off then when we find out that they had Kate. And they bring Kate out. Oh. Well, 
come on. Kudos I'll give me. you two slices of coffee cake for that. That was uh, the best moment in that episode. That, yeah, because we thought, oh, yeah, like Jack, oh, he's, he's on his own. He's probably got one gun man. Yep. And they light up. I'm like, oh my gosh, they're and, surrounded. Yeah. They've also got Kate captured as well. And we didn't even hear them surround them. Yeah. They're like ninjas. Forest ninjas. <laughs> well, I'll I'll give you kudos for that, John. Yeah, well, we see that this others are silent when they're walking because we see like the children before oh, yeah. and the teddies being dragged along the floor and they were silent then. Yes, yes, Johnny. They walk bare feet, I think, too. So, if you think that was good, this is yours, sir. Yes, quote this is my week. quote of the week. Oh yes, it's time for Tugger's Quote of the Week. You can bet yourself it'll be better than Johnny's segment. So you get yourself nice and snug there and you listen to something great right now. Tugger's Quote of the Week. Yes, indeedy, it is my Quote of the Week. And do you want to hear my Quote of the Week? Yep, give it to me, Tucker. Ah, uh, okay, here it is. Who are we to tell anyone what they can or can't do? Yes, Locke. Who is anyone to tell us what we can and can't do? Well, I think that was a good quote of the week. I think classic uh, John Locke uh, mm-hmm. saying he That's gave. That's why I picked it. It's his famous saying. Who are we to... Who are, who are you to tell me what can and can't do? Yeah, and we see him, we see him crying out this a lot. Yes. Um, yeah, and I thought it was cool. I, I wanted this as my quote of the week because, you know, Locke is telling Jack... You know, that you, you know, stop. He's basically saying, you know, stop being a leader. Let people do their own thing. Stop trying to boss them around or whatever. Okay, so this week, I like your quote of the week. Finally! Do I get anything? Do you want to give me anything? I'll give you two slices of coffee cake. And uh, did you like my oh my gosh moment? Maybe. <laughs> Admit it. <laughs> Admit you liked it. But you can't give me a coffee cake. I'm the only one who has access to coffee cake. I'm sorry. Okay, well, yeah. Give me an extra big birthday present next week. Oh, well, everybody. Yes, okay. Right, the old Johnny. Shall we go on to our next segment? We got some lots of segments. Right, we'll do a quick lost news segment. Yep, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, lost news for you guys. We're gonna go and take a look at Lost in the News. So don't go anywhere, whatever you do. Because we're gonna go and take a look at Lost in the News. We don't have much lost news for you this week because it's kind of scarce. But we do have some for the UK people. Dominic Monaghan, who plays... Charlie! Charlie! Come blow me! Come blow me! It's Charlie! Well, he will be appearing on Friday Night with Jonathan Ross on the 7th of July, which is this Friday. Um, well, you can probably assume that you'll ask him questions about Lost, obviously. Yeah. Well, he did sort of say, yeah. Lost star Dominic Monaghan is here next Friday, so yeah. Yes. Be oh, about yes. Lost. Yeah, you introduced him as that, so he better say stuff. Oh. But what if there was some sort of Lost experience thing to go with it? You never know. Yep, in the John- middle of Jonathan Ross. Jonathan Ross is like a, a big talk show on Friday night. Yep. Yeah, because Jimmy Kimmel in America, he had a a lost experience thing on. Nice, but the so only thing is, is uh, we don't have adverts in Jonathan Ross. No, it could be during the show, like. Oh yeah, right, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, okay. So that's all the news for today. Yep. I'm sorry. 
I just cannot make news. Um, right, I got a confession to make. Last week, I I lied. What? I said I said Igmar was not going to do a segment. But he is. We've got a special July the 4th segment from Uncle, Uncle Igmar. It's uh, in honor of today, Declaration of Independence Day, uh, Independence Day, Will Smith Day. So here is his quote of the week. No, so here is Uncle Igmar's 4th of July segment. Tucker and Johnny, this is Uncle Igmar from the Double Wide Trailer, where we're taking a break and playing loud patriotic music to celebrate the 4th of July. Yes, it's the 230th anniversary of the United States of America, and right now as we speak, Aunt Beulah is out side the double-wide trailer barbecuing some fine hot dogs and hamburgers. And tonight, as we're roasting marshmallows over an open fire, Cousin Cletus has quite the pyrotechnic display planned. We just hope he doesn't set himself on fire this year, as he did last year. It put quite a damper on our celebration. Not to mention putting my prized pinecone collection in danger. Well, that's it for my 4th of July address for the Flight 815 Survivors podcast. I will be joining Tucker and Johnny in watching Wimbledon for the rest of the week. Thank you and good night. What beautiful music that was, Uncle Igmar. And thank you for that excellent segment. Yep, that was awesome. And I hope your cousin Cletus doesn't burn himself this or, year. Or harm your pinecone collection. I know. How many pinecones have you got now? You'll have to fill us in there next week. Yes, that is Give the Give us qu- a tally. That's the questions on everyone's lips. Yeah. But thank you again, Igmar. That was excellent. Yep, thank you again. Yes, we will be joining Igmar in Wimbledon, but... We won't be watching our team, John. We're we're, we're knocked out. We're, we're but knocked out. I did actually yesterday. I had strawberries and cream. Uh, in classic Wimbledon style. Yes, I bought strawberries and cream. cream. But yes, happy birthday, America. Yep, a happy Ooh. birthday. Two hundred and thirty years old. That's old. Right, we've got two more segments left, and a special thing I'm going to do at the end. Right? Mm-hmm. Do you know what segment's next? What's next? Feedback! Right, I don't have any uh, music for this segment, so I'm just going to sing it. Feedback from you guys. It is feedback from you guys. That was just improvised. That was on the spot. Right then, our first email is from Desmond, a.k.a. Michael, from the boards. He reads, Hello, DJ Tucker and DJ John. It's DJ Des again. You calling me a disc jockey? 
I ain't no disc jockey. <laughs> no, he says, you guys are doing a great job with the site and the podcast. The wiki is beginning to take form and we are getting more members. Always a good thing. I don't have much to say about this episode because I miss seeing it this weekend. However, I'm sure now that Michael has run off, nobody will be bothered and mention his name. After all, did Kate and Sawyer mention the horse? Did Charlie and Echo mention the smoke monster? Nope. Did Doc mention the... Oh wait, we aren't there yet. Anyways, it just bugged me how everyone on the island seems to have trust issues. They just can't tell anyone about their experiences. Keep up the good work and remember, lift it up brothers! Desmond. Well, thank you, and uh, yes, you're doing a great job of the wiki. Just like to say thank yeah. you for that. Wiki, if you uh, we uh, we uh, said on last week's episode, we got a new wiki. If you go on our website, it's uh, the lost experience section. It'll take you to the wiki, and Desmond is he's been working his socks off on it. Yep. Thank you very much for that. Um, yeah, I've noticed that on the island, they just don't tell anyone about anything. Nope. Why didn't even the big boys have trust issues? I bet you they won't t- say about. Zeke, they'll just say, right, we need to fight some people. Yes, uh, yeah, uh, he didn't give Analysia an exma- explanation, really, for why they want to build an army, and train up an army. Why didn't Kate tell Jack the exact thing what happened when she got caught? You know, yeah, exactly, yeah, there's just loads of things on this yeah. island, but they don't so tell they each other. So they know what techniques the others use to uh, get them. Yeah. Um, yes, well, thank you very much, Desmond, and I, ro- I read you first. He said, he kept saying he got read last, so I read him first this time. Okay. Next email is from Lauren. Hey, Tucker and John, it's Lauren. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, sorry, just want to hear you guys read that because I love how you say yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. So, yeah, 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 yeah. So anyways, I just have a few answers to some questions you guys asked on your last podcast. First of all, about the pictures in the monster, you did... Missed a few, like the crucifix, the priest Echo shot in the beginning, and one of Echo's accomplices, or something. Lost.cubit.net has some good screen caps of this. Go to investigations, scroll down to two by ten, no, two. Scroll down to two ten flashes of Echo's life inside the cloud. Second of all, I went to the Wikipedia for Nigeria, and English is actually the official language, but other major languages are Hesa, Yoruba, and Igbo. I hope I said those right. Igbo, Igma. I'm too lazy to do more research on that. Then there's the thing of Echo's hair. It wasn't in braids. They're called cornrows. We learn something new every day, Johnny. <laughs> yep. I didn't, I'm so shocked that uh, the first language of Nigeria is uh, English. Yeah. Uh, but still, English isn't the, w- the most spoken language in the world. No, it's not. What's the most spoken language? I think it's uh, chi- Chinese or something along the... It's like a Chinese form. Okay. Yes. In case you were wondering, since Tucker rated the 23rd Psalm on a scale to 1 to 10, and John on a scale to 1 to 5, Tucker's rating was 6.2, and John was 7. So I mine was better. Yeah, but I didn't like the episode as much. So, well, this week's episode's 9 out of 10. It's a yeah. good episode. Can I finish this email? I'm sorry. Oh, no coffee cake for you. Which, oh man, I just realized this. There is a difference of 0.8. Bum, bum, bum! I'd also like to say that, John, I do enjoy your segment, and although I am part of the Jay and Jack squad, I'll side with you once every while. For instance, Tucker's quote of the week was not good. What about the Jesus stick line? Sheesh. The impersonation contest segment thingy sounds like a lot of fun. I'll be waiting for your Igmar impressions. Lauren. Well, Thank you for that. Yes, we uh, we actually do have the impression do off coming up uh, in this episode. Annette, what do you mean my quote of the week wasn't good? It was it was terrible, Tucker. <laughs> I will side 
with her on that one. Do not talk to me ever again, John. Okay. <laughs> I won't. Right. We have another. Lips are sealed. Do you want to read this other email? Or shall I read it? Uh, I'll read this other email. And uh, our next email is uh, from uh, Daughter of Dharma. Uh, on the Jane Jack boards, I take it. And ours. And, okay, and ours. And uh, she says, Hey guys, just wanted to let you know that I really enjoy the podcast. Keep up the great work. Can't wait to hear some more impressions from both of you. Just so you know, everyone at work must think I'm crazy because I laugh out loud constantly when I listen <laughs> to the podcast. Can't wait for the next show. See you guys on the forum. Yet another fan from the US, Daughter of Dharma. Why, thank you very much for that nice email. And uh, how come you're listening to this in work? Shouldn't you have work to do? Ooh. <laughs> um, we'd, we'd get fired over here if you were listening to stuff. Well, anyway. I thank you for that. Yet another US I fan. Don't think we've Love done you a long time. I don't think we've done much impressions in this episode. But, uh, but we have the impression do yes, off. that's the reason why just in case you're worrying and you, you listen to you and you're like they haven't done many impressions nope that's right um, well it really is it hasn't been a Mr. Echo centric episode yeah, he's had a day know, off w- that's our strongest uh, accents Mi- Mr. Echo accents uh, they're just yeah. awesome Mr. Echo okay Tucker okay. moving on next email this is from Bobby this is from uh, Bob aka Blow. Hey, Tucker and Johnny, this is Bob, a.k.a. Blow. I had to comment on last week's episode. Great job, guys, I'm loving it. Your impersonations are, uh, excellent. The impressions of should be quite interesting. Johnny's, oh my gosh, I can't believe that happened moment song got a much-needed facelift. T- I totally agree that they wasted some nice Dharma Ranch. They should have used Charlie's head. <laughs> no, I don't hate Charlie. I think the smoke monster was looking into Echo's past to see if he was good or bad. But it's interesting that in season 1, Locke apparently got the okay from the monster. But then in the season finale, the monster attacked Locke. I think Charlie fan is going to have enough to say about uh, using Charlie's head. Oh yeah. So maybe Locke was good in the beginning of the season, but when he was trying to open the hatch, the monster deemed him as bad. Interesting stuff. Johnny, one more week until our birthday. Alright, see you guys. Yes. Thank you for that, Blo. One more week, you are right. And you've got your... uh, Driving Thievy on that day? Yep. You gonna pass? Everybody, email uh, flight815podcast at gmail.com just to wish me luck for my <laughs> driving test theory. Well, I'll be emailing you, John. I'll be emailing you nothing. <laughs> nothing. Email, yeah, I know. Send me a nice little, you know those uh, like interactive emails you can send? Like you can send birthday emails. Oh, send me, e- send me some of those. Come on. E-cards, send me some. I want some. Johnny wants some because he only gets one, and that's off me. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. I want some E-cards. If I don't get one E-card right, really, I'm quitting. Okay. <laughs> I'm quitting. I'm going to quit life. I don't need you, Johnny. I'll do it on my own. Oh. Anywho. Have we got that... one more email from Matt? Oh, yes. We do have one email left from Matt from the boards, and uh, it says, Hey, Tucker and Johnny. I just heard your podcast on the 23rd Psalm, and it was awesome. Echo's not my favorite character. There's only one man of faith, and Locke was here first. But you made reliving the episode bearable and your commentary. Stay very singy-songy, Tucker. I especially liked it because there was some new segue music, and it's a very minimalist rock tone to it. Why, oh, thank you. Looking forward to the impression duel-offs. I seriously doubt you'll ever run out of Lost characters. It has the largest cast television ever seen. Even though it may be a while before we hear Igmar's famous voice again, thanks for adding them in. Yep, but we did have Igmar's voice. See, we had his 4th of July segment. Igmar's voice is awesome. I love it. 
Hello, Tucker and Johnny. <laughs> oh, back to the email. Keep making me spit out my coffee, cake, and tea. And if you don't hear me from, and if you don't hear me from me again, I'll be in the tent with sun. Woo! Is that a fact? Rock on. P.S. I'm so jealous you got to see Dylan. He's a legend. Oh well. Well, he, he wasn't that much of a legend on the night, was he? Tucker? He was. Yeah. He did play his uh, legendary uh, harmonica, but other than that, I wasn't a happy bunny. <laughs> I was not a happy bunny that day. Well, I think that's it for listener feedback. Johnny, are you ready for our next segment? Is this the uh, impression do laugh? It is. It's impression do laugh. I've been working on this the past week. So remind me again, the two impressions. It was Hurley and I'm doing Hurley. And I chose Sawyer tonight. Yep. You know, we both do the impressions. Let me just I, say, I, right. I, I know, I know. If someone's listening to this episode for the first time, impression duel off. I announced it last week. It is me and Johnny pick two lost characters, and we both do impressions of each lost character that we pick. And whoever d- we're going to put a, a poll up on the forum, and you got to vote who did the best impression. Yep. And uh, so if I choose a line what Hurley says, you choose a line what Sawyer says, and we both have to say yeah. that. And do the best impression. Okay, you want to start with Hurley? Okay, right. My line for Hurley is going to be, Dude, I don't mean to go dude and dude on you, dude, but dude. <laughs> that isn't a real quote, though. I don't care. It's classic Hurley, right? Okay, but as long as it's an impression of him, though. Okay, right. right do so yours. here I go. There you go. Dude, I don't mean to go dude and dude on you, dude, but dude. <laughs> Alright, that's my impression of Hurley. That's the most ridiculous quote I've heard. Nope. Okay. Better than yours. Come on. Dude, I don't want to be all like, dude, on you, dude, but dude. There. Do you like that? Yep. Okay, moving on. Moving on. Sawyer. Right. What, what are you going to choose? What line? It's got to be something with Kate. Freckles. You know what I'm saying? What is it? Well, I've got my... Uh, this is from uh, this week's episode. And here I go. Well, yeah! There's my favourite leaf. How could I forget this place? There you go. you got to top ah. that, matey. Well, okay. Well, yeah. There's my favourite leaf. How could I forget this place? <laughs> Poor. Better than yours. Right, I will put a, um, a poll up on the forum right now. Well, the thing is, I'm going to win, hands down, because it's my oh, birthday. Yes. I'll have the sympathy vote. It's not your birthday till next week. A week today. Um, Actually, I just had a thought. Shall we pick the character to do now, or shall we get listeners to choose for us? And choose the actual quote we gotta say. Would that make it more interesting? I holler. Right, fine. What we're gonna do, instead of us choosing the characters, uh, we'll, if any of you, just email us uh, which two characters we should do and what quotes or what lines we gotta say. Yes. Okay. Yep. So I'm ready and, for this. Uh, if you wanna email it, just email us at flight815podcast at gmail.com So we put a little uh, poll up in the forum as well for like what uh, characters you want us to do? Yeah. Um, yeah well, what if we choose a few quotes what we get from the emails maybe we can put them on a poll to oh, yes. get a final yeah, one. Oh yes, like a kind of a competition-y style thing. Yes. Maybe, yeah. I agree. Right, Dio on. Um, I think that's the uh, end of our show today. This is a bigger, a bigger, longer podcast than usual. Yep. 
Because it's my birthday next week. No, because it's Independence Day. Happy birthday, America. I'll be putting up a special image I made on their uh, website. You know what? I think it's time to say happy birthday to America. It is. How about you get your guitar out there and play happy birthday? I will play happy birthday to America on my guitar live. Good. Okay, I've got my guitar. Are you ready? Are I'm you ready? ready. Right. Three, two, one. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear America. Happy birthday to you. I'm hoping to have one like that next week's show for me. Um. That's an interesting theory, Johnny. And for all our listeners who'd like to call in, right, sing me a song, happy <laughs> birthday, record it on your microphone, right? Oh, no, we've got this Email new thing. It. On the website, if you go to the website and go to the podcast section, if you click on the part where it says to record a message with your PC microphone, click here. Click there, a pop-up comes up. Click where? Click there. There. Click here. Not there. No, on here. Click here. Click there. And a pop-up comes up and it says record a message. You click there. And it'll ask you, uh, and then you can record a message then, and it'll go straight to m- me and Johnny, and we can play on the so podcast. So you're gonna record "Happy Birthday to John." Happy. Ah, right. If I have someone right who records a message saying "Happy Birthday to John" next week, right, I will. What will I do? Uh, Give me a challenge. You'll. I will eat my hat. No, if somebody does, um, you have to buy me. Coffee cake. Okay. Uh, and you go to shake on it. We we are shaking right now. I got sweaty hand because it's hot. Right. Here. We just shock. You heard it on the podcast. If he if somebody calls in with a happy birthday, he's buying me a coffee cake. Yep. Someone better. Someone's gonna sing happy birthday to me. I'll sing happy birthday to you. Yeah. In your dreams. Ha. Oh. Ha. Anyway. Right, cool. Yes. This is our last part. Um. If you want to leave. Wait. 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 Right. Your birthday is before the next podcast after that as well. So yeah. they should sing Happy Birthday mm. to Tucker and Johnny. Well, if you want. My, but yeah, my birthday is on the Sunday, the 16th of July. Um, and then we'll go halves on a coffee cake and eat it both on the show. Uh, no, no. The, the agreement was if someone calls in with a happy birthday, you. Okay, right. you got to call in and say, Happy Birthday to John and not Tucker. Oh. Happy yes. That hurt. Oi, yep. Hang on. Right then. It's the end part now, John. Um, any send-off messages? Just happy birthday, America. Happy birthday, America. And um, if you want to contact us, leave us feedback, just email us at flight815podcast at gmail.com or go onto our forum, uh, well, our website, www.flight815survivors.co.uk. Go onto the forum, chill out there. we got some crazy, crazy people there. Yep. Got some people giving us loads of help. Um, really appreciate all the support, guys. Yep, and we'd also like to sort of get a news thing going as well. If you have any news about oh, yeah. Lost in America or the UK, then email mm. news at flight815survivors.co.uk so then we can submit the news on the show. Well, on, on, not on the show, on, on the, our website. On the website. Because podca- uh, Igmar reads the news on the show. Yes, of course. If there is any. Um, I, uh, there might be an Igmar segment next week, I can't tell. But I'm, I can't never say never because I said never last week and there was a segment. Exactly. And if you would like to call us, then you can at 206-337-0756. That is 
337-0756. Now that is um, based in Seattle in America, so people in the UK I think that's going to be long distance, so I'm not sure if you can call, but there is the alternative on the website. If you have a look, you can use your PC microphone to call. And I'm going to leave you now with uh, me playing a very basic version of America the Beautiful. And from me, I'll see you next week on my birthday. Bye-bye. Goodbye.